Christ is risen. Okay, I want you to turn to your first page in your bulletin. We're going to practice. Why do we do this? Because Christ's victory over death, his resurrection is proclaimed throughout the world. Every tongue says this. And we step into that moment. It's this powerful moment that the world today is proclaiming that Christ is risen. The world. It reminds us that the world is saying this. Not just this little place out of this time. Not just the English tongue. All tongues say this. So rejoice in this. Say it with vigor. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christos anesti. Armasi come. Christos was crazy. Aristo anviat. Christo arresetitado. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. That's better. Better. And that's why we do that. Learn these helps us see that the world today God came to save the world the world today the world proclaims we have been saved we have been saved Christ is risen so that's our proclamation today and we celebrate it with all our brothers and sisters throughout the world so we have this contrast this day the before Christ and after Christ we saw all this struggle before Christ when before Christ was risen we see the struggle and power of evil in this world we see the difficulty that Christ encountered before his resurrection and the struggle people had with Christ with following him. And then we see afterwards. After the resurrection. And to remind you, you live after the resurrection. You are after, not before. So before, we see Christ outside. Outside of us. His grace is illuminating the world, but it's outside of humanity. After the resurrection in our baptism, we're united to Christ. Christ becomes internal. He's inside of us. Little known nectarios has Christ in him. Before the resurrection, that wasn't possible. So we can say with St. Paul, it's no longer me, it's Christ in me. It's Christ in me. So the power of God is where? It's in you. Not outside of you. After the resurrection. We see... Before the resurrection, the apostles fearful. So fearful that they flee. They flee their Savior. Even after they said they would go to, to, to their own death for his sake. They flee their Savior. What happens after the resurrection? They become courageous. All of them except one dies of martyrdom. All of them stood up after the resurrection, the power of God in them, the power of the resurrection. 
What is it? This power transformed everything. It transformed fearful disciples into courageous men and women. And the women were sorrowful before the resurrection. And what after the resurrection? Joy. Unspeakable joy. Joy that lasts forever. Eternal joy. We see before the resurrection suffering endured by our Savior. Just suffering endured. We see after the resurrection that suffering is redemptive. Suffering is helpful to mankind. That in suffering we gain a victory over ourselves, and we gain a victory over the evil that's been perpetrated against us possibly. We gain a victory, beloved, in Christ. Suffering now becomes Because it's redemptive. It changes us. We see the hatred of the world before the resurrection transformed into love. The loving act of a Savior. The hatred responded to by love. We see the death-dealing cross turned into life-giving cross. You know, we don't take this for granted. We don't take it for granted. We love it. We cross ourselves with it. Because now it's life-giving. It's life-giving to us after the resurrection. We see the tomb darkened and the sadness of death. After the resurrection, we see light. The tomb has become more radiant than any royal chamber the fountain from which springs now our resurrection. We see before the resurrection hopelessness that the Savior was rejected by the community of man. After the resurrection we see hopefulness. Life is always hopeful because of Christ's resurrection. We always have hope in Him no matter what our circumstances are. We see a grievous offense before the resurrection perpetrated against our Savior responded to by forgiveness. What were his words? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they forgive. Forgive that's a powerful thing now after the resurrection we have the power to do that hear that in the hymnody we forgive all men by the resurrection Christ is risen everybody's forgiven forgive everybody right now forgive them Christ is risen He's risen indeed forgive people are you bearing any grudge any grudge at all forgive it it, let it go. Let it go. Why? Because Christ is risen from the dead. He's risen from the dead. You can let go of anything now. We see before the resurrection corruption and the vice it produces. And after the resurrection, we see incorruption and the virtue it produces in Christ. 
and in all the saints that follow. We see death before and we see life after. We don't fear death. As St. John says, death has been annihilated. I love that word. Annihilated it. Stamped it down. And then we see today as we come before him we see before the resurrection a broken body and spilt blood. After the resurrection becomes the body and blood of Christ which becomes to us eternal life. So beloved, live after the resurrection. We can, we can choose to live before. We can choose to live in all the things that pull us away from him, pull us into that darkness or we can choose to live after the resurrection. So live, beloved, courageously. Live joy-filled. Live a redemptive life. Live in love. Live in the power of the cross. Live in light. Live in hope. Live in forgiveness. Live in incorruption. Live in virtue. Live in life and receive the blessing of eternal life. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.